This is real live. We're live, man. And welcome everyone to this newest episode of Kayfabe Corner. I'm your host, JPL Jordan Pierce Owens. And then I'm joined by someone else involved in the world of professional wrestling. This is I'm joined by a good friend of mine, ladies and gentlemen. You know him as the Brooklyn Juggernaut. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Romeo. You what up, y'all? I'm not going to do it. Uh, how you been, Romeo, man? First of all, uh, now, especially nowadays, I always got to start off with just saying, how are you physically, emotionally? Uh, how are you holding up in these fun times of 2020? <laughs> I mean, um, I'm doing good, man. Um, you know, obviously, there hasn't been a lot of indie wrestling going on because of the uh, coronavirus. Um, but I'm holding up pretty well. Emotionally, I'm great. Um, you know, 2020 has had a lot of downs, but there has been ups. Um, I have a wife who is pregnant now. Um, so we got a little, little Romeo coming, huh? Another little <laughs> well, Romeo, if you know. <laughs> um, my son started high school, and my daughter is in college now. So it's a lot of ups there. Yeah, our daughter, but that's a different joke for a different time. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so no, that's good then, man. You know, that's good that uh, you. There's definitely some bright spots in 2020 for you as well, man. So, congratulations on all that. That's all been very exciting to see from afar. Um, so let's talk about another lady in your life, the lady of pro wrestling. Uh, where does wrestling begin, just in general? Before you're in the business, just in your life, where does it first start with you? Uh, are, you are you a fan first? When? Oh, I'm always a fan first. Um, I want to say. Whew, I'm 40 years old now, so back in back in early 80s, first WrestleMania I saw was WrestleMania 2. So, I mean, I, I grew up with Hulk Hogan. I grew up with Brutus the Barber Beefcake, JYD, Andre, you know, Haku. Just growing up with all of them, I was like, those guys are titans, and it's freaking amazing what they do. Who was your main dude? Like, if, was there one particular person or a couple of people that you're like that you were huge that you grasped onto? Um, back in the eighties, the like the first person that you were like, oh, I'm a huge so and so fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, easy, easy for me. It was Roddy Piper, hands down. Like he he was uh, he was one of the greatest guys on a mic and and greatest heels back in the eighties. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. So when does your journey now into wrestling begin? Because I know you started a little bit later than some people here. So when does the, <laughs> the ball start rolling for you going, okay, I'm going to become now a pro wrestler? I think I want to say I was about uh, 30, going on 31, 32, somewhere around there. Um, and I, I knew someone who worked at a radio station and was like, hey, you know, um, come down, come come down to this indie show and, and check it out. And I, I'm I'm always up for anything, so I was like, yeah, I'll go down. That's not that's not a problem. I go down, I go down to the show, and I was like, oh, this is live wrestling, just like what we see on TV. But it's with indie boys. I'm I'm all about supporting indie boys. So uh, I want to say the first match that I watched, if I remember correctly was Giovanni versus I think I think it was Giovanni versus Justin Michaels I believe you mean Matthews 
Yeah, Justin Matthews. Yes, not Michaels Michael. is the manager. Michael. I was like, I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> no, not Michaels. Matthews. Yes, Justin Matthews. And um, it was pretty dope. It was pretty dope because um, obviously I didn't, I didn't know that they were related or anything, but just the way they they freaking. Now this is newer wrestling. Is this Riverside? Is this outside? Where where is this? This is a uh, new era wrestling. This was um, at Riverside Community Center down in Fort Myers. Um, and, and like I said, I, I, I just probably moved into the area and stuff. So yeah, it, it was pretty cool. And I seen them wrestling and I seen them working and I was like, wow, these guys, these guys are going hard for, for almost nobody. And, and when I say nobody, I mean, we probably had a crowd of what, 60 people there in the building. And I was like, but they're putting their all into it and I appreciate it and I love it. And then I got to see, you know, Tim Sarago, Michael Kyrain, Zach Monstar and everything. Um, and some great managers like DB Harrison. Um, and other great, great managers like. Oh, Jordan. Okay, okay. Uh, you don't have to say that. Okay. But that's where I met you guys. And um, it, it was, it was kind of fun. So after the, after that show, um, Tim Sarago, he comes up to me. He goes, hey, man, uh, how you doing? I was like, what's up? He goes, uh, did you like the show? I was like, yeah, it was pretty dope. It was pretty fun. He goes, well, um, you ever thought about uh, uh, wrestling? I was like, nah, man, I'm, I'm too old. And, you know, I'm, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it's for me. He goes, well, why don't you come down to a training camp and see how you like it? I said, okay, and then DB Harrison comes up to me right afterwards and says, yeah, why don't, why don't you come down to the school and uh, we'll, we'll see what you got. And, you know, if you don't like it, you don't like it, just go home. I said, okay. So we went into, I drove to North Fort Myers into this fabulous facility. It was like one of a kind. Um, it was better than the PC, right? <laughs> oh, this is way better than the PC. You have no idea. Um, this was way better than, than, than the PC. We had a nice 16 by 16 low boy, right? It was on top of a hill in mud. Um, we had tree stumps everywhere. We had you know, mosquitoes flying around. Um, sometimes instead of a canvas, we had a tarp on the ring um, and we trained in the rain. So yeah, this is way better than PC. <laughs> yeah. And we, we were brought up right in Fort Myers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, we, uh, I took my first bump and it felt good. I was like, okay, I could do this. This is, this is not bad. So I, I did a training session that night and that's where I met one of my closest and best friends, Zach Monstar. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, I met him that night. And, you know, ever since the day I met him up until now, I think Zach at the time was one year in at that time. He was about a year, year and a half in already. So we just started training hard together like almost every other day from there on. Um, somebody who worked with me a lot during this time um, was D.B. Harrison, um, Kenneth Hughes, <laughs> Kenny, 
Kenny helped me a lot. Um, but uh, obviously, Zach and I, we, we helped each other a lot, lot. Um, Scyther did also help me a lot, too. Um, but one person that always stuck out to me, no matter what, and he, he was one of the quietest ones that ever came around, was uh, Jesse Tupac. So him, hands down, I love him. I miss him every day. Hands down, that was one of the, the greatest trainers I've ever had. Very nice. Yeah, very big shout out to uh, Jesse Tupac. Um, great guy, I miss him too. Uh, so I, I know that, and I believe you've always just been Romeo. Was there any other previous gimmicks that you were thinking of, anywhere else they're out at you? And have you ever wrestled under anything else? <laughs> All right, so um, the reason the reason I started off as Romeo was because I have a son who's autistic. So he's he's he was at the age, even now, still is sometimes at the age where he doesn't know if he can do the things that society says he can do. Um, so I figured, hey, I'm gonna do it for him. So I carried his name. His name is Romeo. I carried his name with me to the ring every day. So every time I hit the ring, I made sure the announcer said, hey, Romeo, that's it. That's who I was, period. Um, and other, other gimmick names that I went through, were, I, I, so far it's only two. It's only been two. Um, Romeo and the one I currently use now um, is the Brooklyn Juggernaut. Uh, again, I always fight you on that. It's a nickname, not a name. But it's a well, good nickname. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it is what it is. So, I mean, that's what I do now. Um, Gimmick-wise, I've went through so many changes in my wrestling gimmick career. Um, first thing I, I, I used to come out with, oh, man, the great Jake the Snake battle. I came out in with freaking, I think, like almost a tracksuit with uh, – <laughs> with a Puerto Rican authority t-shirt and a baseball hat. And then, wow, after that, it was uh, white shorts, white shorts with the, with the word Romeo on it, where haters make me famous. <laughs> and then the radio and the famous radioactive pants. Mm, I love them. That's what got me over <laughs> were the radioactive pants. That's when I got over. <laughs> so all the fans need to know, this is the most requested question we had this week. Where's Eli? <laughs> so, okay. I had a tag partner when I started uh, training. Um, he was a big dude like me. He's a little bit taller than me. And we're both big guys. Um, we are one of those guys. We... we we decided, hey, we might as well just become a tag team, the big man tag team. And we couldn't come up with a name. We couldn't come up with who we were or whatever. So he got why my name was Romeo. He has a son named Eli, Elias. So he was like, screw it. I'm going I'm to name myself Eli. So that's where the name Eli came from with him. Um, we tagged up for maybe about, I want to say, seven months, if that. Um, he would come to training, then he would miss training, and then we'll come into training and then miss training while I just kept going to training like crazy. Um, then it became a situation where we would we would start, you know, start a couple of shows 
and we we did a couple of shows and then he just kind of fell off so i was kind of stuck like i don't have a tag partner and all i know is tag team wrestling so db harrison one day basically said look we're gonna put at the time db was booking the shows he said look i'm gonna book you in a singles match that's it and you know you're gonna have to start carrying your own weight i was like all right cool and i started doing singles matches and i've been doing single matches for a long time now and i do have a new tag partner now <laughs> but you know we who's your we, new partner um he's been my partner for the past two years um big shout out to defro jeffro um me and him held the wxw uh tag titles for a little while um and He's one of my closest friends also, so big shout out to him. And, Very um, nice. And yeah, I, I just been doing singles uh, for a lot of the time and it, it helped me learn, um, learn about the Indies a lot more. Traveling by myself or traveling with Zach or traveling with friends and stuff, just learning the business. Do you and uh, De Death Row have a name? Um, we did. We did, and then it changed again. <laughs> um, it was, we had Justin Michaels, mm -hmm. ironically, as our manager. Um, it was called, our team was called Jeremiah and the Juggernaut, because his worker name is Jeremiah McCoy. And then you have me, so it's Jeremiah, Jeremiah and the Juggernaut. Because Justin figured, hey, it sounds like a, a, a holy book, so we're gonna use it like that. And we did it. And we it's got not much than I would watch on ABC on, you know, Saturday mornings. Jeremiah the Juggernaut. There you go. <laughs> well, what is it? Did it change, though? Is there a second name now? Um, it's changed because we added a third person, and um, it's uh, JD. And uh, now it's called The Reckoning. So it's more of a stable, per se. So it's, 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 a, it's a growing thing. What are some of your favorite matches that you've had? Singles, tags, just in general, what sticks out to you? Uh, uh, one of my favorite matches was a tag match. We was, uh, I was tagged, <laughs> I was part of a group. I'm, I'm one of the founding fathers of this group, the Barrio Kings. <laughs> Jordan, love the Barrio Kings. Love the Barrio King. Um, Wait, was I, I in the Barrio what was our group in AMP? What happened? Was I in the Barrio Kings? What was the group that we were in in the AMP? Yeah, yeah, you were part of the Barrio Kings at that time. Alumni. <laughs> so I want to say that um, the one that sticks out the most for me was me and I'm wondering who, who was my tag partner? Big O, Big O at the time. He was part of the Barrio Kings for a very short stint, but he was. Um, we were wrestling in Newport Ritchie at CWE, and we were wrestling against Lince Dorado and John Cruz, AKA Serpentigo. So we were supposed to have a match with them, but they barred us from ringside because they were wrestling some other tag team. So the gimmick was we had to kind of run in on them. So we did a run-in. <laughs> we ran in, and I started beating up John Cruz. Lince jumps on my back, starts hitting me. 
They go grabs Lindsay, and then we start beating up Lindsay together. John Cruz basically grabs one of the railings that were, it's like the pipe and drape, but he grabs the railing, chucks it up, uses it as a spear to literally try to spear us as we're running out of the ring. So oh, I, no, I, I've seen this match. I was there live. I, re- I remember that now. <laughs> he runs out of ring, trying to spear us. <laughs> and then it's set up for, for another match with us where Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy Poppy, became my tag partner that, uh, at the time. So it became uh, the Barrio Kings versus uh, Lince and John Cruz. Um, that, was, that was, for me, one of, hands down, one of my favorite matches because... Um, they, they trusted me to do certain things in that match, but they also said, look, for, for a big guy, you can move. We're going to teach you to move. We're going to make sure you, you move really good. So that was the first time in that match I have ever, ever, ever took a superplex off the top rope. So I trusted them. They, 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 I know they know what they're doing. So I just said, all right, let's do it. So I remember very clearly, they set me up on, on, a, on a top turnbuckle at the corner. And I kind of ribbed them <laughs> also, because I knew what they were going to do. John comes running up to me, and he jumps on the second rope to grab me. But as he's running, I, I kind of do one of these things to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me, and he goes, oh, boy, this is going to hurt now. <laughs> and then Lindsay comes running, and I do the same thing. And he goes, oh, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> they both grabbed me. They both superplexed me. And then the crowd just popped. When I say they pop, like, they pop. Yes, I'm a heel. I don't care. But if I'm able to help that baby face get a big reaction, to me, I did my job. That was so freaking awesome just to hear that pop. Because the way they sold it, I'm a big dude. I hit the mat. Boom, they bounced, the referee bounced, everybody bounced. They were like, oh my God, he's dead. And I kick out. <laughs> and, and then after that, the move right after that, uh, Lindsay goes up and he does a uh, shooting star. Was it the shoot? No, he does a moonsault. Does a moonsault on me. And then they both lay on top of me to make sure I don't kick out. They got the one, two, three. But for me, hands down, one of my best Best matches, favorite matches of all time. Anything else? Any, any others stick out to you? A couple others, or um, I want to say the the one that's heartfelt to me was winning the NEW Florida State t- title. Um, it was a four way. It was a four way match, both the heavyweight title and the the Florida State title were both on the line. At the time, Deacon Starr, that was his name, but now it goes by Johnny Rudo, I believe, um, and Zach Monsar were both champions. And if I remember, it was me and Draven Frost, we were both uh, the challengers. And basically the first person to, to pin whomever is the winner of that title, and then the other one wins the other title, whatever the case. Um, for I think a year, the the GM of NEW kept putting me in a match with Deacon Star. Countless times. 
So you sure? <laughs> yeah, I am positive. And every time, Deacon would just win by that much. By that much. So every time he would get he would get me, pin me, cheat, hit me with the belt, all that stuff. So yeah. I only had one more opportunity. Jordan Owens, the GM at the time, said I had one more opportunity and said, well, you could get the heavyweight title or the Florida State title. You pin whoever. I said, okay. So me and Draven, we, we had a great match with Deacon and Zach that night. And I won the NEW Florida State title that night. And I still have it to this day. Uh, you're supposed to give that back to management, sir. So if we could uh, get our title back, that'd be great. I still have it to this day, ironically. Um, but yeah, that 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 was one of my uh, favorite matches too. Because winning that title for me, um, winning that title for me was 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 a big deal because um, I'm I want to say you guys and management and everything else, you guys entrusted me with holding holding a title. And saying, okay, you you got something, you you can run with it, you know what you're doing now. So, oh, there there goes wow, there goes the match, um, yeah. I wow, this is so so long ago. This is what 2015, yeah. That's a five years ago, yes, sir. Jeez, that was so long ago. Over five it was uploaded then, so it might be a little, yeah, yeah. But uh. I re I remember that match. That 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 match that night, I wanna say I remember going backstage after winning that title. That was my first title ever I ever won. Um and it was down in Fort Myers and I will always carry Fort Myers on my back, regardless. I, I will always make sure and let everybody know that that's where I trained, that's where I came from, was Fort Myers. What is what is speaking of uh, Fort Myers uh, and all of course of state of Florida and above too? Uh, yeah. What are some of your favorite promotions and locker rooms to be a part of? Um, obviously, NEW. To me, you know, e even though NEW is not around no more, that was a, a really, it was a good locker room. That was one of my first first places to ever wrestle. Um, let me see. I want to say, uh, uh, Real Pro. You know, we'll, we'll talk about Real Pro later, <laughs> but Real Pro is is uh, is another favorite because that's still home for me. Um, WXW, I love the WXW locker room. Like that locker room is a very uh, humbling and and it's a very uh, family oriented type of locker room. Um, and unfortunately, even though this company's not really around no more. I did like the uh, CWE locker room because that's where I met a lot of my close friends. What are some dream matches you have here in the state of Florida? Who have you seen and meant, oh, I love to get in there with him? Oh, the first person that comes to mind, honestly, Barrington Hughes. That's it. Barrington. <laughs> like, I, I have a list of people I would love to wrestle before I before I, uh, I retire, because I am going to retire very soon. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I said it here. I, I'm going to retire soon. 
Um, but there are a few people in the state of Florida I would love to wrestle before I do that. Um, Barrington is literally on the top of that list. I, I want to wrestle Barrington. Um, me and Zach, we have wrestled, let's say, privately on, like, you know, at training and all that stuff or whatever. We've wrestled against each other on shows, but, like, in tag matches. Me and Zach, Monstar, we need a one-on-one -on -one match together um, before that. Um, I do want one more match, and I am going to specify who. <laughs> I need one more match or a few more matches with someone who helped me, and I would never deny he's helped me. Um, he's, he's actually, he doesn't know this, but he's helped me build my character on who I am now um, from all those matches working with him is Johnny Rudo. I, I, I want to wrestle another couple of matches with him just so just so I can I can kind of prove myself to him that hey I'm a lot better than what I was before um Vertigo is another person I would love to, to wrestle um I love wrestling Chico Adams shout out to Chico Adams I've wrestled him so many times um he is one of he's a great performer I, I would never mind wrestling him again um but yeah, Barrington is on the top of the list. Interesting, interesting, yeah. I know a certain company that can put on all of those matches. I uh, mean, <laughs> if they could, let's do it. Uh, let's, well, the next question now, after the, the last bomb you dropped, I'm going to save the next question for a little bit later here. Um, uh, a kid comes up to you after a show, and he goes, Mr. Romeo, and he's tugging on your shirt, and he says, that was really great. I want to be a pro wrestler, too, one day. Do you have any advice? What advice do you give someone that's thinking about breaking in? Um, if you're thinking about breaking in, it doesn't matter on your age. I think I kind of proved that to, to a lot of people. You could be young, you could be old. Um, I'm making my debut soon. You've given me uh, hope here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start a debut here pretty soon. I was really old when I started. So, I mean, you know, if somebody comes to me, I, I've had a lot of people come to me and say, hey, how do I start? Or I'm thinking about being a pro wrestler. What do I do? Whatever. The first thing I tell them is, listen, um, it's not easy. And if you want to, if you want to dedicate yourself to it, um, it takes a lot out of you mentally and physically. Um, right now, I have, because of wrestling, I, I wish I could lie about it, but because of wrestling, um, I have a herniated disc and, and a slip disc in my back. Uh, between my L4 and L5, I have fluid building up in there a lot. So <laughs> I technically shouldn't be wrestling, but I still wrestle. So yeah, I mean, if you want to, if you want to do it, there are a lot of schools out there that I personally would would say, okay, go ahead and go to. Um, but yeah, as long as your heart's in it, that's all that matters. Your heart has to be in it. If you're doing it because it's a hobby or if you're doing it because, you know, oh, you know, I just, I want to be like Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy, don't do it. Do it because you want to do it. It's in your heart and it's something you want to do. Uh, a new segment on the show is, have you seen any good movies lately? Oh, wow. Um, what did I watch recently? Can it be Netflix also? Sure, whatever's good, whatever pops in your mind. Um, 
over the over the course of the summer and stuff, I, I watched a movie called <laughs> called Hereditary. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Oh yeah, I like, I like that movie a lot. Yeah, that movie's a sick and twisted movie, and I like it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. That that that's one of the movies over the summer I, I watched, and I was like, yeah, this is really good. It's an old movie, but I liked it a lot. It's only a couple years old. It's not that old. I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, uh, let, let me see here. So, uh, usually one of the questions is, well, here, okay, again, I'm going to, I'm going to say that because that's how I want to wrap it up here. Uh, let's talk more about your recent times here. Um, you know, real pro, uh, any updates on Alpha Omega, uh, will, is, is there anything flowing above here for Romeo in the next few months? Um, so Alpha Omega right now, just like any, any other wrestling company, if they're smart, is on hold because of the coronavirus. We can't, we can't mindfully host a show and not worry about the pandemic that's happening right now. Um, a lot of companies that are running, I utmost respect to them, and you know, hands down to them. But for me personally, um, I kind of want to wait till till Florida's a little bit better before trying to put Alpha Omega back together again. Um, I try to do Alpha Omega for WrestleMania week, and we had a great week lined up, just like everybody else did, and clearly the uh, the virus won, so we had to put that on hold. That was going to be a great show. <laughs> um, and then Real Pro, um, Real Pro definitely has a, a, uh, a big spot in my heart, for sure. Um, and you know this, Jordan, um, when, oh, we're going to get into that. Okay. When, <laughs> when NEW kind of like died off and went into the sunset. Hmm. Yeah. Myself, Jordan Owens and Zach Monstar said, yeah, we're not going to kill wrestling in Fort Myers. And we decided to come up with real pro wrestling. And we, we put a lot of hours and a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of drinking <laughs> and a lot of coin flipping. <laughs> so my least favorite uh, method of making a decision. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we, we did. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm sorry, Jody, but I got to let them know. A lot of the decisions in real pro wrestling when myself, Zach, and Jordan were running it, came off of a coin flip. So you're I welcome. I see a lot. <laughs> Listen, a lot of it did. Uh, when we were booking people, we said, do we want this person or not? Flip. Nope. Next. <laughs> but I, I'm, really, I'm, I'm really proud of uh, what Real Pro has become now. Um, Obviously, I stepped away from Real Pro very early because of uh, a lot of personal reasons and a lot of things I was personally going through, um, and I needed to at the time. Um, and then I made my return back to Real Pro, I think, what it was, last year, I believe. Um, and it felt very humbling, and it felt really good to come back to Real Pro because that was, that was basically where I started was in Fort Myers. So for me, that, that's, that's coming back home. And uh, I thank you and Zach for that wholeheartedly for allowing me to come back to something that I helped started. But you guys 
have made it your own. So hands down to you guys for making it your own. Um, you know, Real Pro definitely does have a, have a big place in my heart for sure. So you you hinted towards the end here because one of my questions is always, where do you see yourself in five years? And you hinted towards the retirement of wrestling. Uh, so that, I mean, in five years, are you are you done with wrestling? Are you done with it in two? What what's the current plan here? So right now, um, I do have a baby on the way with my wife Ashley Mayberry. Um, we have a baby on the way. Um, it's Jordan not some Jordan is a great name either sex. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, it's not something that that I, I I wanted to throw out there, but um, I am a dad first, regardless, and I I am very present in my children's lives. So I want to make sure, even with this baby coming, I want to be present within my kid's life because if if you're a wrestler, you know you're on the road a lot. You're, you're definitely on the road a lot. Um, once you start getting bookings, bookings become more bookings, become more bookings, become more bookings. And then literally life starts to run by you fast. And it's not something that I wanna do. What do I see myself in five years from now? Um, I wanna say I will be running Alpha Omega and helping uh, do some big things within the wrestling community, hopefully um, hopefully helping young guys get started somewhere. Um, hopefully partnering up with uh, Real Pro again, but doing something statewide instead of just one spot. So as far as retirement goes, depending on this coronavirus, I mean, I want to say a year and a half, maybe two years tops. Because I mean, realistically, I'm 40 years old now. Um, I may, I may look like I'm younger. My body feels older. <laughs> you don't look a day over 39 and a half. Thank you. <laughs> but my my body definitely feels older, though. It, it definitely does. Um, wrestling has taken its toll on my body with all the bumps and everything. Um, so yeah, I, and at the end of the day, I want to make sure I'm a dad to my to my new baby, um, and I want to make sure my kid knows that daddy's present no matter what. Very nice, very nice. Any any plugs for the people out there where they can find you? Uh yeah, they can find me on social media. Um, you can find me uh on on TikTok. You can find me Manny Fresh six two eight. You can find me on Facebook, the Brooklyn Juggernaut. Um, same thing with, uh, Instagram, Instagram, it's Brooklyn Juggernaut underscore Romeo. Um, and I want to give a big shout out to Zach Bonstar on this great shirt that I ordered from him. It's basically curb stop pedophiles. You know what I mean? So if you have not, um, uh, if you have not picked up a shirt from him, um, I would suggest going on to the Zach Monster uh, t-shirt shop and order yourself one. <laughs> uh, very nice there. Very nice. Uh, and any parting words for all the ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls out there? Um, 
you're never too old to start uh, to start in this business um, and always be humble. Always appreciate those around you and always appreciate um, everyone who has something to say, whether it, you're a vet or a rookie, pay attention to everything that everybody says because you, you're, you're always, always, always learning something every day. Very nice. Very well put there. I agree. I agree. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was the Brooklyn Juggernaut Romeo, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Authority, Barrio King founding member, uh, <laughs> as well as Juliet's co-dad. I think we do. And the real pro <laughs> founding father. <laughs> founding father, me, him, and Zach's heads on a statue one day. I can just see it. I'm pretty sure that's what's going to happen. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for checking out Kayfabe Corner. I hope you enjoy this episode here and do all the things you know to do here on YouTube or Spotify and all those other stitchers that we're on. Uh, I'm JPO, and as always, keep it Kayfabe. Yeah, it surely comes off one more time, didn't you?